The Anishinaabe are no stranger to stories and legends. Stories carry our beliefs, our history, and warnings of what not to do in this life. Oral traditions are the lifeblood of our community, and that blood will only flow if we speak the words that came before us. Through his storytelling, Professor Gary Johnson impacted the lives of thousands. Even though he is no longer of this world, his words continue to flow. I am AJ, your host and curator of tales from a well-lived life. Settle in and welcome to the Johnson's Tales podcast. Hi friends, welcome to the Johnson Tales podcast. This week is a double feature. That's right, we are bringing you two tales for the price of one. When I was in college, I used to work at the go-kart track in Hayward. We used to have a love-hate relationship with berry pickers. That is what we call tourists. They loved us and we hated them. Well, one morning, just after opening, a big car with Illinois plates pulls in. This short fat guy gets out and he was the poster child for the nerdiest of the berry pickers. He had the stupid pork pie hat with a slogan about loving Hayward. He had on his Bermuda shorts, sandals with white socks, and a camera around his neck while smoking a very cheap cigar. As he approached us, all I could think was, what the hell? So he comes up to us and says, morning. We kind of nod back at him, wondering what the hell this guy wanted. So he looks at me and says, I hear you got an Indian reservation around here. I said, yes, yes, we do. He asked, where the hell is it? My buddies are looking at me smirking. So I told him how to get to the reservation. So then he asks, are there any Indians out there? I look at my buddies and they are about ready to explode. I tell him, yes, yes, there are. He then proceeds to ask me, is it okay if the kids get out of the car and, you know, look at them? At this point, all I can do is say, are you fucking kidding me? He says, what? As I walk away and my buddies explode into laughter. This is an example of the stuff we encounter as native people. We are constantly having to choose between exploding or turning it into a teaching moment and then wondering if it's even worth our time. With all the stuff going on about racism, it reminded me of the racism that I have been exposed to. When you come from a biracial family, it can come from many sources. Some of those sources can surprise you. One night in college, I had brought some friends back home to Hayward. We went out to have some drinks. We were playing foosball. Two Native friends came up to challenge us. After initial how you doings, the conversation started to turn. These guys were no longer friendly. They started dropping lines about me being an apple, red on the outside, white on the inside, which I find interesting because I really wasn't that red on the outside. One of the unfortunate things about going to college back then was people you left behind. They resented you for leaving, and they were angry that you were trying to improve your life. While my friends were enjoying the jabs that these guys were throwing at my expense, I knew where this was heading. In the middle of the game, I told my college friends, well, it's time to go. We should go now. They looked surprised, but knew by the look on my face that they better listen to me. So we headed out of the bar. 
there was an entrance to the bar that had two doors to the doorway. As we were just about out, they grabbed one of my friends and tried to pick a fight with him between the two doors. They didn't really want him. It was me that they were after. By then, there were three more of them on the inside of the doors. I looked at my friends and then at the guys and instantly sent one of my buddies to go get help. I looked in and the guy that had my buddy between the doors was telling him he was going to hit him. There was no time to wait for backup. My buddy was scared shitless. As Billy Jack said, if you're going to get your ass beat, you might as well get in the first lick. So I threw the door open, grabbed the guy, cold clocked him. Down he went. Then the floodgates opened. I would love to say it went well for the good guys, but the battle was soon lost. By the time the cavalry arrived, it was all over. They tried to put on a show, but with even odds, they lost their bravado. One of the rescuers asked them what the hell they were doing and tried to stand up for me, but it fell on deaf ears. It took me a long time to recover from that, and I'm not talking about the physical damage. It did lead me to trying to deal with issues that caused the whole thing. I finished my degree and returned to the reservation when I could have gone anywhere, any other place, for a lot more money. Looking back, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I hope you enjoyed that tale as much as I did. If you would like to find out more about Gary Johnson and the story you just heard, head on over to johnsonstales.com. Did you know Gary? Do you have a story to share? Send it on over to johnsontales at gmail.com. Take care and I will see you next week for another Johnson's Tale.